0: KYW original podcasts.
1: For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic in Philadelphia, subscribe to KYW In-Depth on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The coronavirus pandemic from KYW In-Depth. Another week, another set of economic numbers that, frankly, would have been really hard to fathom a couple months ago. Another 5 million people filing for unemployment, retail sales fall off a cliff. Uh, it's a lot to get your head around. But we are going to try and do just that as we check in, as we have been known to do, with David Fiorenza, Assistant Professor of Practice at Villanova School of Business. We touch on all kinds of topics related to our current economic situation. Check it out all right so first question uh the unemployment numbers thursday another 5 million 22 million over four weeks it is fewer people than the last couple weeks but it's still 5 million which is an absurdly high number is that about what you thought that it come in a little higher lower than you were anticipating
0: i thought so i thought we were going to going to see a bell shaped curve i still think there will be more unemployment to come possibly in the public sector maybe municipalities, counties, state governments.
1: What do you think the true unemployment rate is now? Is it even really possible to get your your hands around?
0: I can only speculate, and I would like to wait to see what the official numbers come out with the Bureau of Labor Statistics, but I'm I'm sure it has to be at least 10% at this point, and the real rate is probably even double digits because there are people who have been cut to part-time and there's people who have been cut even more than part-time, so they're not working to their fullest potential.
1: Now, obviously, we know governments have upped benefits and eligibility, but does the unemployment infrastructure have the ability to handle this onslaught? Uh, Anecdotally, it sounds like no.
0: You are correct. I've been hearing from a few states and seeing that they're getting obviously bombarded with the claims, and... Some have had to bring in retirees and other people just to handle the onslaught of emails and phone calls, and others have had to just work more overtime, weekends, to try to at least filter through the unemployment claims to see who is eligible, who is not eligible. So there really is a backlog, not just in Pennsylvania, but some of the other states as well.
1: People have started to get their the money from the government, the direct uh, payments as part of the CARES Act. Now you're hearing some rumblings about a proposal in Congress uh, that would give every American two thousand dollars during the pandemic until unemployment returns to the quote unquote normal levels. I'd like to get your reaction to what could two grand a month do? Is that still a survival measure, or do we venture into stimulus territory with that?
0: Well, the $2,000 a month is good. However, I don't believe that we can buy ourselves out of this uh, pandemic that we're in. I I think we need to get people back to work. And I think we need to get them back to work slowly. We already have lots of places open, such as the takeout restaurants, the grocery stores, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's. All your local hardware stores, uh, banks are doing drive-in. I think the American people are smarter than what sometimes government leads us to believe. I think the American people do want to get back to work in some form or fashion. Maybe not the not the socializing they did at at the coffee uh, cl- clatches that they had, and not the socializing they've done in, in the in the break rooms. But I think people really do want to feel uh, like they are part of something and go back to work.
1: When we talk about post-pandemic employment how long do you think it will take to get back to where we were 2 months ago are we talking years
0: well if if it is going to be going into next year it's going to be those industries such as entertainment which means AMC theaters, music venues like the Fillmore and other places that show live music that have a thousand to five thousand people in those venues and possibly even sports. I think sports, entertainment, music, theater will be the last ones to open up. And a lot of those jobs, even if it's a nonprofit theater, even if it's a small theater, a lot of those jobs are part-time jobs that people depend upon. And I think That industry is going to be going into next year. I think things like manufacturing and retail should be opening up by mid-May.
1: We've obviously seen the Federal Reserve be very aggressive to try to keep things moving. But do we hit a point where the the Fed kind of runs out of bullets and there's only so many things they can do?
0: I always thought that myself. But every time I think that, the Fed comes up with another program or another way of looking at things to be able to fuel the economy. However let's be careful. There could be inflation. If not this year, we could be looking at it on the horizon coming over the mountain next year.
1: Can you think of any other aces up a sleeve somewhere, things we can do on a very macro level to keep this from bottoming out before we get a chance to start up the engine again?
0: Well, some of the stimulus checks that people have received, obviously, they need to go towards their mortgages. They need to go towards rent, groceries, Uh, I think you're going to see people starting to rethink the way they live, and I hopefully will start to see people saving more and listening to the financial advisors that we always hear on places like KYW and and television saying to us that we should have anywhere between three and six months money available as a rainy day fund. So if there's some silver linings that's going to come out of this, I hope it's going to get back to building communities stronger.
1: Retail sales fell off a cliff last month. Do you think, I think it was 8.7% down, do you expect those numbers to get worse before they get better?
0: I think we will see some of those get worse. I think Main Street America, uh, where a lot of the local businesses are that have the, the cute little antique shops and boutiques, they're going to really struggle to survive. And people do like going out to those stores on, on the different First Friday events or some of the sidewalk sales and everything else that brings the community together. That's my concern is Main Street America, not just in the tri-state area because we've built these towns up so great, but throughout the rest of America. And I'm concerned about those stores. I'm concerned about tourism and hospitality as well.
1: Sticking with the retail, we talked with a marketing professor about how this pandemic might change retail and more, and how we shop in more lasting ways. Do you have a take on that? Do you think our dollars are going to flow differently even when we're allowed to go out again?
0: I think they will. I think you're going to see people using credit and debit more. I think you're going to see people buying online. However, there is still a market for those who do not like to shop online who do not have internet there's a certain segment of the population that may not have a a computer at home and they'd rather actually go to a store to go out and do their shopping because that's how they get their social socializing in throughout the week so we are going to we are going to see ways of retail thinking things differently and and doing different things to get people to either buy online uh from and then have it delivered to the door, whatever service would do that, and maybe not going out as much. But I still think people do like to go out and they do like to go to the different events throughout the tri-state area that we have, especially coming up in summertime.
1: You talked about the boutique stores, antique stores, small businesses and stuff like that. We know the money for that one. I think it was the Paycheck Protection Program. The money ran out in that small business loan program. Uh, what kind of impact do you think it had? Was it enough? And what's next?
0: Well, I thought at first it was too much. But then when I saw the numbers, now I'm saying it's not enough. I think Congress needs to get back to work and look at what needs to be funded. Who are the people that are really hurt by this? It's, uh, it's especially if it's the tourism. And that's also a concern. Even if we get these hotels up and running, will people feel safe enough? Will they have the confidence to go not just shopping, but stay at a hotel overnight? Uh, Because some of those hotels throughout the United States were used for various purposes, maybe to house people who were being quarantined or other kinds of things. So there's a concern there too. We can continue to fund hotels, restaurants, and Main Street and retail, but then we need to get the confidence back in the American buying American public.
1: We've talked about the different government programs and the money and, you know, I, know I think the first bill was two point three trillion dollars. But do you think legislators, policymakers have a true appreciation for how huge this economic hole is? Or do you think they're just now kind of coming to grips with it because that fund ran out in 13 days and stuff like that?
0: I hope they're coming to grips with it. I would like to see that the, the politicians become more uh, involved at the local levels, even though we have local state reps and we have local commissioners and, and borough councils. I'd like to see Washington become more of a Main Street America, meaning that I want them to see how the American people live, how the American people buy. And I, and I would like to see them get out of their uh, their shells that sometimes we see them on TV and those kinds of things. I like to see them a little bit more involved if they can.
1: So we've talked several times in the last month. For you, as someone who studies the economy, talks to people, is plugged in, how has the way you look at this crisis changed over the last month or so?
0: Well, I see that social distancing is working, but I also see that a lot of the urban areas and a lot of your rural areas, and even the ones of the small town America in the tri-state area, uh, people have been social distancing. That's great. We've been following the rules. I think people will continue to follow the rules once the economy opens up uh, and once people feel safe. Now, I, I know there's going to continue to be cases that, of, of, and also, unfortunately, people dying, but I think we need to get the communities back together in little by little. I'm concerned about the small towns, what's going to happen to all the towns that have built their town so great with things like farmer's markets in the summer, summer concert series, and other kinds of events that bring people to town. What's going to happen to the Made in America and the Wawa um, July 4th celebration? Those are the kinds of things that concern me. Can they be done on a smaller scale? Can they be put into many, many different venues at one time? Uh, if they can, well, then maybe that's the way to go for this year and then get back to normalcy in 2000 uh, or 2021, excuse me.
1: And overall, when it comes to the economic situation, are you more optimistic than you were a couple weeks ago, more pessimistic? Which way is the arrow pointing with you?
0: Well, for me, I'm I'm always an optimistic uh, to begin with. And I do see optimistic uh, results coming through. I do see the fact that people are listening. They're paying attention. Um, My concern is now that, if we can get people back to work, it's a lot about consumer confidence. If people have the confidence to go out and shop or buy or sitting in a restaurant, then that's a good thing. We're still going to have to continue to look at these guidelines, I think, throughout the rest of the summer. Um, we, are, we are still going to feel pain. And whether that means in our pocketbooks, whether that means in the small shops and restaurants, uh, even the local music venues, we're going to continue to see pain um, I think, throughout the summer, but hopefully the pain won't be as much.
1: And final question, Have and I kind of mentioned this every week with you, have there been any economic issues or concerns that maybe weren't on the radar a couple of weeks ago that you're starting to see people get concerned about or kind of the ripple effect because A was done, it's led to B and C, anything like that?
0: Well, I, I do see the fact that I've always said debt at the federal level is going to be a concern, and that will be a concern ongoing for many years to come. What I'm starting to see now is the ripple effect of small towns, small municipalities, and boroughs throughout our tri state area that are going to have to make decisions because they're not, if they rely heavily on wage taxes compared to real estate taxes, and the people aren't working as much, and if they are collecting unemployment, they're not going to be receiving as much of the wage tax revenue coming in. So that's where I have a concern where I think our next thing is going to be some more layoffs at the local levels and the county levels as well.
1: That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth Coronavirus. For more stories about the coronavirus pandemic here in the Philadelphia area, or if you want to know how what you see or hear on the news is going to change your own life or your own routine, then subscribe to the KYW In-Depth podcast. Search for KYW In-Depth on the Radio.com app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. My name is Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.